Welcome to the Hero Maker Podcast. I'm Andrea Shreeman, writer, director, EP, living in LA. I'm Jennifer Morrison, and I currently serve as the Commissioner of Public Safety for the state of Vermont. We are here to seek out and tell the full story of our friends who were murdered in college, Rachel Raver and Warren Fulton III. We really need to make sure that their deaths were not in vain and that every possible lesson and improvement for the system can be squeezed from the retelling of the circumstances that ultimately led to the identification of their killer. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Hero Maker podcast. This is the final episode in season one. We're pausing for several weeks after this episode, and we'll have new, insightful, and touching interviews for you in April of 2023. Case update number three is a review of what we've learned from episodes 10 through 15. And in that time, we've had rich and fascinating interviews with a variety of subject matter experts whose professional experiences relate to Rachel and Warren's case. But also, we spoke to two people who were central figures in the crimes of Alfredo Prieto, Lisa, our star witness, and Sally Fayez, the victim advocate extraordinaire. We discussed the history and politics of modern policing with the iconic Bill Bratton. We explored the history of campus safety and town-gown relationships with my dear friend Ronell Higgins from Yale University. We geeked out on the science and possibilities of DNA while chatting with Rebecca Wilkins of the Vermont Forensic Lab. And we had an amazing and deep interview with Jared Side about peace officer wellness and the work he is pioneering at the Center for Counsel in LA. Andy, I've loved these side roads we take as we tell Rachel and Warren's story. I'm learning so much and my respect for all the partners in the justice system constellation continues to deepen. Mm-hmm. We've had some really inspiring and educating discussions, and we continue to uncover hidden heroes in every episode. In the not-so-hidden hero category, we met someone central to our friend's case in episode 12. What an honor it was to speak with Lisa, who at age 17 survived an attack by Rachel and Warren's killer. Actually, there were three men who perpetrated a kidnapping, rape, and attempted murder of Lisa and her mother, and a third girl, 15-year-old Yvette Woodruff, who lost her life in that harrowing event. Lisa's testimony helped convict Prieto in two separate trials, one on the West Coast for the events that she endured and in Rachel and Warren's trial. And one of the things that I'm learning, Jen, in discussing these historical events from over 30 years ago with people who were there is that Everyone has their own memories, their own perspective, and that trauma and time shapes and erodes memory. We've had a few times where different guests gave different perspectives on the same event. That doesn't surprise me at all. I've witnessed that many times throughout my career, and I'm sure it will continue to happen in our journey. It's going to be fascinating to speak to a memory expert in an upcoming episode. At this point, the finer details don't matter if folks are able to get to a conclusion and a space of healing. These events have already been adjudicated, and our purpose is to honor everyone's personal truth and perspective, no matter how they were impacted by or how they remember Alfredo Prieto. Lisa revealed herself as having a true survivor's mindset. Through all of the 
moments that she experienced as she was being abducted, raped, and stabbed, her focused goal was to stay alive and to make sure her attackers were identified so they couldn't hurt others. I mean, it was incredible. She remembered precise details, such as the number of stop signs that they were passing during the abduction. She recalled in detail carrying her mother across a field and scaling a fence to get to a warehouse where they were finally found a security guard who was on duty during that holiday weekend. I think one of the most poignant things for me from this episode is how she described that her mother has never been the same and that her mom is really reclusive and only leaves home to go to work. It made me feel sad and realize that the impact of this event seemingly has no bounds. Yeah. And we recommend that you listen to Lisa's detailed account from her perspective of what she experienced. That's episode 12. Yeah. You get to hear from Lisa in her own voice. Yeah. Her own words. There's no better way. This little quick recount doesn't cut it. Episode 12. Then in episode 15, we finally met the oft-mentioned Sally Fayez, who I now know how to say her name, (laughs) who works today as the Director of Victim Services in Fairfax County, Virginia. Sally talked to us about how Warren and Rachel's case helped shape her as an advocate and laid the foundation for how she approaches her work and the work of her entire team today. We also heard about the three different trials in Virginia, the original six-week trial for Warren and Rachel's case, which resulted in a mistrial when a juror stated that he felt pressured to go with the majority. And then the second trial, the retrial for Warren and Rachel's case, which lasted eight weeks and resulted in a guilty verdict. And then there's the third trial, which was seven weeks long. And this was part of the sentencing and death penalty determination. I mean, we're talking about over 20 weeks of trial time. This timeline is information that was shared with us by Tom Jackman, a Washington Post journalist who began covering the case once the DNA link to Tina Jefferson was discovered in 2000. The first of the trials in Rachel and Warren's case began in May 2007, and the third trial ended in November of 2010. Justice was finally served 22 years after Rachel and Warren were murdered. When we spoke with Sally, I was so taken by the depth and camaraderie that the police and prosecution team had with one another and how seriously they wrapped support around the victims' families. I mean, what Sally described was nothing less than a full-throated commitment to easing the family's pain and honoring Rachel, Warren, and Tina's memories. Yeah, I agree. And I have to say that these interviews have been therapeutic for me. The level of care and intimacy everyone has shown for Rachel and Warren has been comforting. I mean, these folks, they had a job to do, but somehow they infused their work with deep compassion and care. I was astounded to learn from Sally that the prosecutor, Ray Morrow, insisted on flying out to California himself to ask Lisa to come east and testify. He could have easily done that by a phone call or dispatched an investigator to go make the request. But instead, he and multiple investigators flew across the country to talk to her. All of these folks, these they are all heroes in my book. It's so true. Thank you to everyone we've spoken with and those we have yet to meet. The work you're doing is vital to the health of our community. As professionals in and around law enforcement and the justice system, your attention to the details matters. Thank you for the long hours, especially in the difficult times, and especially for bringing care to the victim and survivor experiences. 
As Sally reminded us in her episode, they didn't ask for this and they are not being paid to tell their story and be part of the process. It's not their job, but it is yours. And I'm deeply grateful for what you bring day after day. We've covered a lot of ground in the past six episodes. Thanks for taking this journey with us. Stay safe. And take care of each other. Thanks to sound mixer and podcast producer, Michael Doherty, sound designer, Andy Bill of Submachine Audio, and graphic designer, Junglin Bay. Thanks also to me, hero maker, director, and producer, Andrea Schrieden. Please subscribe to the show where you listen to podcasts and take a moment to rate us. It really helps the podcast grow. We're also on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at the Hero Maker Pod. Want to collaborate or suggest a guest? Please email us at media at theheromakerpodcast.com. The Hero Maker Podcast is a production of Prudent Pictures. Thank you so much for listening.